Hoink, hoink, hoink. I was at French Beat. Hoink, hoink. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends, let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. Alright, everyone, shut up. Get ready for your weekly Get Dumped On podcast with your host, me. Hey, everyone, it's me, Bo. The hostess with the Moses is about to drop the knowledge, but I'm not going to do it, but everyone else is. Alright, let's introduce people. Hey, this is Andrew. What the fuck? Just hey. go with it. Hey, howdy. Okay, hey, Andrew. And let me introduce Hi, you to Zach. Andrew. Hey, I'm Zach. <laughs> and I believe dumping on us today is the one, the only Ash. Hey, Ash. Hey, what's up? This is a chaotic intro. It just happened really suddenly. Yeah, Bo's so animated right now. All right, Love perfect. It. Hey, what, Ash, what are we talking about today? What are you going to dump on us? I am going to dump on you today about animal criminals. It's animals who do crime, y'all. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so down. Crim animals. Crim also, crim real animals. quick, sp- speaking of criminals, uh, not criminals, uh, Bo's talking like Ashton Kutcher and punked for that intro, and I'm all for it. You know, I can't remember anything about the way that he talks. I, for all yeah, you old folks I'm, out there, it sounded like that. Uh, I, yeah, I don't really know how. I can't remember. Here, some pull-up are you wearing? Zach, are you wearing a trucker video. hat? Are you wearing a trucker hat right now? <laughs> well, I always do. That's just my Are you attire. married to Mila Kunis? Oh, you bet. You're sweet ass, I yeah. am. Is, yeah. How do you feel totally. about the Echo brand? Oh, uh, fuck Echo and fuck uh, the child traffickers. Yeah. Me, I thought you hated wow, there's a lot of stuff here like about Ashley Kutcher that I just caves. do not know. Are you the oh, first yeah. person to? Are you the first person to get to a million followers? Okay, on Ash, take it over. Ash, take it over. Just take it. Okay, so I want to preface this episode. Twitter stopped after that. Take it. Take it. Well, it's X now. I want to preface this by saying that I don't think that animals can actually do crimes in the way that we define them. Animals just do animal stuff. Animals just do animal stuff and they may learn what behaviors like we as humans do or do not tolerate. But the concept of a human law should not be ascribed to an animal. It's simply just not their business. Uh, I beg to differ because if you put something in front of a cat on a coffee table, they will look you in the eyes and commit a crime. Okay, yeah, but that doesn't mean that they understand what a crime means. Oh, they know what the fuck they're doing. But also that's not like a crime. (laughs) That's a crime. McCavity's broken every human law. It says that in the song. McCavity's broken every human law. Your your cat literally tried to break from jail. His human jail. <laughs> You're freaking out because you thought he was running away, which is a crime. Yeah. Yeah. Background for people who weren't listening when we weren't recording. Uh, we had to pause the podcast for about 30 seconds because Ash and Zach thought the cat got out. I wasn't afraid that he was running away. I was afraid that he went out a second story window and he has little to no self-preservation and he's very clumsy. I was afraid he was going to fall off of the roof. Yeah, but there was there, there was a there was a rope that was tied together from um, from bed sheets going down it. And then there's a little cat <laughs> mask that, and they, they got a searchlight out and that's how they found him. Like he was back against the wall, like with his paws out. All I'm hearing is hover cat, hover, hover copy parents. <laughs> that's what you guys are. Let him be well, free. Helicopter parents. <laughs> he is a black cat. It is night. He's not wearing a collar right now. So. And he has thrown, he has jumped up and almost fallen out a second story window because it didn't have a screen on it before. And Zach had to hurl his body halfway out the window and catch the cat <laughs> that was dangling off of the freaking rafter. The, oh, yeah, the it was Lion King, except, except reverse except Lion King because you didn't drop him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to every, if, every, if anybody's worried out there, the cat was not outside. Everything was fine. We just had to get eyes on him and make sure that he was safe. I guarantee, yep. though, Barnaby would have dropped Zach in a heartbeat. hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> no, he's Long live the king. He's a good boy, except for anyway, when he's being naughty because he's doing crimes because criminals. he knows what criminal is. I'm usually going to take it. Ash, you got to take it until I'm naughty as well. Except anybody, you hovercopter. Even though animals don't understand human law, and we can't expect them to, that doesn't stop humans from incarcerating and even charging some furry friends for perceived law breakages. And so we're going to talk about that today a little bit. With this that being isn't going to be like a bunch of dogs biting kids and then being put down, right? Absolutely like This is going to be fun no. stuff? Okay, good. No, no. I tried to not... There's a lot of sad stuff that I encountered when researching this. I tried to leave out the sad stuff, just do the fun stuff. Um, the, and with that being said, the thought of animals committing crimes is really funny. So I'm going to call them criminals throughout this episode. 
But just remember, to be clear, I do not think that animals actually can do crimes, nor do I think they should be punished for infringing on human law. Ash is the host of this podcast about crime and animals and criminal animals. So what they just said is Ooh, criminals. counteractive to what's actually happening Pram- here. Criminals. This episode was inspired by a fluffy little criminal in Santa Cruz that maybe you have heard of because it's kind of blowing up on the news right now. This first sentence is from the BBC article I read, and it's fantastic, so I'm just going to read it verbatim. Just the first sentence is from BBC. Small and dark, whiskered and fluffy, she's developed a knack for theft and a taste for surfboards. Her her name is Otter451, and she has been terrorizing swimmers, upending kayaks, and stealing surfboards for over a month. Have any of you heard of Otter841? No. (laughs) Well, now I have. And now I want to abandon my life and go live in the ocean with this otter and help them. Oh, I'm so excited to tell you. Okay. So this saga actually starts about seven years ago with Otter 723. Otter 723 was captured <laughs> can, and sent to live. Can we give them names? We'll come, up, we'll come up with a name. Let me give you the background and then we can come okay. up with names. Okay, yeah, that's good. Okay, so just give me one for Otter 723 right now. What's her name? Tito. Otter 723. Th- Would you say the- that? Tito. Tito? Tito? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> okay, so Otter 723, or as we've called her, Tito, was captured. Tito, classic and s- Tito. And was Classic sent to live Tito. at the Marine Wildlife Veterinary Care and Research Center in Santa Cruz after she was approaching kayaks and surfers in search of food. And so that's not a good behavior for wild otters to have. They don't want to encourage that. So they captured her. Once they captured her, they realized that she was pregnant. That pup, our Classic own Tito. otter 4841 oh. of recent fame. Oh so my God. That's an origin story. Yeah, that's Otter 841. So Otter 841 was raised in the Monterey Bay Aquarium, which is a great aquarium, by the way. Have any of you ever been there? yeah oh yeah so good it's fantastic the kelp forest oh my gosh so good so tito famously gave birth to frito to frito i like that name so otter eight for one will will now be called frito she was raised at monterey bay aquarium under very strict conditions as to allow her to be released so they didn't want to encourage her relationship with humans so they would dress up in what they called darth vader outfits so it's just all black smocks with fully black face masks so that she wouldn't relate humans to food and she wouldn't come to depend on human interaction. Yeah, but she now was, she's going to look for Darth Vader's for food. <laughs> yeah, whenever she hears or that heavy breathing, or fucking she'll be like, I'm so hungry. Demogorgons or what the fuck? <laughs> well, if we ever get infested with Demogorgons, I guess Frito is not going to have she's, a good time. Yeah, or she's going she's to go make right friends with them immediately and become, you know, become their leader. The overlord. And, yeah. and yeah, and take, take, take the world over on her tummy. I believe that the proper per, uh, pluralization of demogorgon is demogorgii. Demogorgus, am I right? You're looking good today, hey, baby. Hey, <laughs> slay queen. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so after Otter 841, or Frito, was released in June 2020, she was seen eating crabs, chilling with a local otter population, like everything was going well. But then a little while later, reports emerged of her hanging around really close to surfers. And this behavior was really concerning on its own because otters are notoriously reclusive and they're skittish around humans, a tactic which serves well to keep them safe and keep humans safe. But Frito is just built different because soon after the reports of her hanging out with surfers started coming out, there were new, more sinister reports where Frito was becoming increasingly aggressive. She was stealing surfboards out, out from under swimmers, uh, surfers. Pushing kayaks over, trying to like upend them, and accosting swimmers in the water. She has been seen biting surfboards, literally wrestling them out of surfers' hands and dragging them away. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you know what? If you can get a surfboard away from a human, it's legally yours. Yeah, I, that's I'm not a crime. Sure. That's surf law. Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's law of the that's ocean, ocean law. baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's some Poseidon shit. Like that's. Maritime law. It's, what, what's it called when uh, you're uh, uh, unincorporated waters or whatever? Oh, yeah. International waters. International, international waters. Yeah, it's international waters. Yeah. Bo, have you ever gone surfing? No, I'm not a surfer. Uh, ever since he got his surfboard stolen from by, by an otter. I'm by ready, Frito, I'm it really takes the fun out of it. I was ready to go. I went down to the beach. And the next thing I know, I turn around. I'm like, hey, where's my surfboard? <laughs> Some otter's flipping him off as he's like, just going down like later. <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> A wildlife photographer who's been following her case, Mr. Woodward, told BBC that he once saw her ride a decent wave with a stolen board. This was confirmed by another surfer who encountered the criminal mastermind. The Whoa, young... radical! No, you gotta listen to this. The young surfer watched from the water while the otter stayed atop his board and the swell rolled in. Quote, 
The otter was shredding, caught a couple of nice waves, unquote. <laughs> he was shredding, bro. He saved the youth center, too. He's like, he's ripping shit on a surfboard with fucking 80s glasses on. I love this otter. Fuck yeah. I know. She's great. The, the, <laughs> that really reminds me of a, there was um, a news clip that went pretty viral when I was younger, but I actually like watched it on TV because it was from like a locals on the California news station. And it's that surfer guy who's like, we were shredding, dude. And then the wave came in. It was just like, psh, like pitted, bro. Yeah. That one. <laughs> the otter was shredding. Caught a couple of nice waves. Totally tubular. One day she was observed feeding, eating some crabs. And then immediately post feed, she swam over to a group of surfers, bit every single board, and then absconded <laughs> with a rainbow-colored one. <laughs> munch, 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 steal. This one's fine. She seems to prefer the foam boards used by beginner surfers, probably, maybe, because they're more satisfying to bite. They're, like, less hard than the more learning. advanced surfboards. She knows, the, she knows the weak ones. <laughs> yeah, she, she knows what she likes. She's culling the herd or whatever it's called. <laughs> These ones are weak. So the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service decided that she was just too powerful to continue living free in the ocean. She's too powerful to be left alive. <laughs> they actually decided that this behavior was too unusual and dangerous, and it was dangerous enough that it posed a risk to her safety and the animal's safety in the water, because if she were to bite a human, then by law she would have to be euthanized, and they don't want that to happen. So they I decided. I don't think that should happen. I think the, that the the only retribution is if the surfer can bite her back and steal <laughs> their surfboards back. You take your own surfboard back. This is ocean law. And so they decided to apprehend Frito to be taken to Azur Aquarium to live safely behind the walls of the facility. The manhunt for Frito began on July second, twenty twenty three. Put a bunch of surfers out there. Frito will find you. <laughs> All right, two dumps and a chump. Two dumps in a chump time. How long did it take officials to capture this fluffy criminal? Did it take three days, three weeks, or she is still on the run? I hope I she's, hope I hope she's, she's still on the run. run. I hope she's living her fucking best life. That's the answer, because yeah. like we're just going to pick what we want. It's yeah. probably not right, but and whatever I would answer, also like her to be on the run. Whatever you say it's right, we're going to disagree with you till the end, so it doesn't matter. We got it right. <laughs> to this day, Otter 841 has not been captured. Yeah. Oh, she is still on the run. Good for she's, 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 she's living on a mountain of, of, of surfboards. Like a, a, of seaweed like and a fortress. crabs and surfboards yeah. and kayaks. A fortress of surfboards that's like fucking under the ocean. Despite having a radio transmitter tag, to this day, Otter 841 has not been captured. She manages she to outwit bitch. and outrun officials to the public's utter delight. Well, she's, she's fucking bad bitch. Most of the people who hear about this story are on side Otter. They believe Otter 841 or Frito. Keep Frito free. Am I right? She should be left to roam free. And if you don't want your surfboard to get stolen, you should, should simply just go somewhere else. That's her house. She lives there. And she deserves yeah. it if she wants your surfboard. It's absolutely yeah. true. 100%. Not even question. Nah, she's a criminal. Bring her in. Bring her in. <laughs> <laughs> so she, this story has captured the attention of people all across the nation. It has stolen the hearts of animal lovers and crime aficionados everywhere, <laughs> prompting the public to make memes and merch and signs. It's caused awareness and attention to restoring historical animal ranges, and it's brought a renewed interest in otter conservation. And even in one case, a commemorative ice cream flavor. Y'all can look up uh, otter 841 memes now, now that you know that they exist. Please feel free to do so. I'll do that at the end of this podcast and I will giggle. Another two jump, two chumps and a dump sign uh, time. Wow. My brain. Two chumps and a dump. What is the flavor of ice cream titled eight otter 841? Is Ocean it breeze? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to, I thought you were giving us an uh, open question. I mean, if you want it to be open-ended, it can be. I'll give you the three answers if you want. Uh, 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 otterly ridiculous. I don't know. What are you, Ben and Jerry's? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is it cinnamon caramel with snickerdoodle chunks? Is it crab infused vanilla ice cream with nori flake sprinkles? Or is it chocolate with peanut butter drizzle and pocky whiskers? Oh, I want that. Yeah. I don't like that none of them have funny names. Well, its name is Otter 841. Like, that's the name. I don't, I don't, it needs, it needs to be, no, we need marketing here. 
<laughs> uh, 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 crab flavor. Zach? I think it's the one with the pocky whiskers. Bo? I agree with Zach. The answer is cinnamon caramel with snickerdoodle chunks. Wow, we fucked up. They yeah, say that ice, the ice cream, up, like yeah. Otter 841, is cute, sweet, and local with a bit of a bite. But it, it needs a name, though. Okay, we'll come up with a name right now. I got one. It's Otterly Delicious. Oh, got him. <laughs> yeah, see? That's perfect. It's Otterly Delicious. That's the name of it. I, that's it. Or Frito going to get you. <laughs> I don't know. The most Frito recent attempt. Cream pie. Oh no! Oh God! Don't don't do that. Well, That's Frito's it. That's it. See, I think because it was like I think of a Frito pie and ice cream, so I was like Frito cream pie. See? Frito ice cream pie. The most recent attempt to capture Otter Eight Forty One was literally yesterday, and it was unsuccessful. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I, for one, Dude, hope just that just put a bunch of like teenage like slash child surfers out there, and Frito will find them. Yeah, just do that. Just put it that'll like, be totally Frito easy and safe, and it won't be hard are. at all. And just hold going, surf classes like all up and down the coast. <laughs> nah, just like act I like. I think they probably already do that. <laughs> be, be a dummy going, oh no, I'm going to leave my surfboard behind me. Oh, I hope nobody bites it. this perfectly good surfboard. And steals it, then rides some sweet tubes. So for now, there are signs at the beaches in Santa Cruz warning surfers to watch out for Otter 841. And the public is loudly crying in support of her fuzzy antics. She may be a criminal, but she's a beloved one. I'll bring her in. Number one on the FBI's most wanted list and number one in our criminal hearts. <laughs> and um, that's the current story of Otter 841. Love it. How, what did you guys think of that? I want Otter 841, a.k.a. Frito Bandito, to live forever. Frito Bandito. I want her an incarcerated now, thrown to jail, and the book at her, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's in the ocean, so they throw the... Um, Come on, come on. Clam at her, I guess. I don't know. Something that opens up. Something that opens. Put her in Davy Jones' locker. Mollusk. (laughs) Put her in Davy Jones' locker. There you go. Slam. Give. Throw the locker at her. Good job. Good job, locker. You did it. Locker. Yeah. Great. All right. The next animal criminal that I want to talk to you about is Hank the Tank. He's a pig, isn't he? Um, he's definitely dumpity chumpity time. What type of animal is Hank the Tank? Bo, you think pig? Yeah. Andrew? Oh, uh, let's go with... You're trying to trick us right now, knowing you. I just want to know what type of animal comes to your mind when you hear Hank the Tank. I'm not going to say what one comes to mind. I'm going to say the opposite. Shrimp. Okay. I know it's wrong. Zach, I know that you know who Hank the Tank is. Zach, Do you want to tell us? What, what kind of Hank is it? What kind of Hanky Tanky? He's a bear. In February of 2022, residents of South Lake Tahoe, California, began calling local law enforcement about an intruder in their community. Over the next few weeks, more reports came in, flooding the uh, police department. The the offender was reported as having broken into 30 homes, vandalized property, and was responsible for 152 reports of conflict behavior. Fuck yeah. This bear, become known as Hank the Tank, due to its immense size, it's around 500 pounds, and... uh, Brazen behavior and avoidance of capture led the locals to be concerned that Hank would be euthanized if captured because Hank has been doing all these crimes extremely brazen in the daylight. Is he, is he like hurting people? Like what are, what's he doing? No, oh, just vandalizing criminal. property. Like what, like what is that? I mean, that's, that's very vague. Breaking down garage doors, breaking windows and getting inside, tearing stuff up, try, getting into cars, scratching stuff, pooping everywhere. This sounds like the best prank ever. Yeah, See, what no, a, he's a, what he's a, a great criminal. situation. He's doing it in the middle of the day as everyone's at work. He, he, he <laughs> knows a thing or two. And <laughs> I read that because there is so much access to food um, for the bears in really populated areas like this, they actually don't hibernate because they don't need to conserve that energy. So there's no stopping Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank is going 24-7, 365. I appreciate that his name rhymes. Mm-hmm. Hank the Tank. You can just chant he, it, you know? Yeah, if you tried to make an ice cream flavor out of that name, super easy. Go ahead, do it right now. Do it. Uh, I'll think of one. And so I'll people were worried about, about Hank. After, after all of these, you know, reports uh, of this behavior, you know, sometimes bears get euthanized. Um, but people were worried because it's not Hank's fault. Because in South Lake Tahoe, uh, California, up until recently, people were not allowed to use bear-safe garbage cans or storage boxes. 
Uh, and so if they were allowed to use those things, then Hank would not have been attracted to this area in the first place. Why um, not allowed? They forbid them because they deemed them unsightly, quote unquote. And that's why HOAs are dumb. This is just like that libertarian town that got overrun by bears. Yeah. And uh, this policy has since been revised. Oh, really? Oh, my <laughs> God. However, garbage isn't the only thing that this bear was after. One report shows a broken window in which the bear squeezed through a small opening of a home to gain entry when the garage next to it was full of trash. Another report gives the description of a bear with a sweet tooth, saying that Hank broke in and ate an entire gallon tub of ice cream. (laughs) Oh, you know what I heard that he ate? It was Hank Cherry the Tank Berry ice cream. It's a (laughs) sherbet. Hank Cherry the Tank Berry? You got it. Yeah. See, like his name rhymed, Hank the Tank, and Cherry and Berry rhyme, so it's a Matt. You get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm, I pick, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Make it, you fucking cowards. <laughs> Whoa. Bless you. Exactly sneezing over here. Excuse me. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> over the course of his criminal reign, Hank used his massive frame to break down doors, break down garage doors, break down fences, break windows, and gain entry to people's homes and invite himself to their snacks. Nice. People in the community and across the nation who have heard about this are crying out for a humane treatment of Hank. They don't want to see him killed because of the heirs of humans. At one point, the local police station released a statement saying, quote, it's time to talk. Please stop calling South Lake Tahoe police to give your opinions about Hank. The SLTPD does not have a say in where Hank lands. Our local wildlife agencies are working together to find the best option for Hank, unquote. Do people are so stupid. <laughs> I'm going to call that police and I'm going to give them a piece of my mind about this bear. Like, are you, do you really fuck? Really? Do you fucking think that they're going to listen to you? Calling us. They're out there doing fucking crime stuff and they don't need you to call them, (laughs) Carol. Two chumps and a dump time. How long did it take the feds to capture Hank? Six months, a year and six months, or he has yet to be captured. Okay. Okay. Hold on. The obvious choice here is not obvious at all, but what is it? Hank is still on the la- on the run from the law. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. He's still at large. Hank the tank is still at large. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to think that he's still at large, but he he seems like he's too brazen, and I think that they caught him in a record amount of time. So you think six months? Sure. The answer is one year and six months. Damn, it took a, a full wow. year and six months for Hank to be captured, with the suspect being brought into custody on August seventh, twenty twenty three. Suspect. <laughs> just just earlier this month however that is not where hank's story ends two dumps and a chump time he broke out of jail like that guy in the db cooper episode well he hijacked a trash truck ate all the trash and then drove it out <laughs> what factors led to the decision to relocate hank rather than euthanize him one hank was exonerated by dna for many of the crimes of which he was accused two public outcry, and the power of fame. Or three, Hank was discovered to have a a genetic abnormality that made him hunting for food impossible. Two of these are correct, and one is a lie. Two are correct. Two are correct, and one is a lie. Two dumps and a chump. Obviously, the the outcry is one, because if the cops had to tell people to stop fucking calling them, then I'm thinking that's relevant here. I'm going to go the DNA. I'm going DNA. I think I might go hunting. The hunting thing. I'm going hunting and outcry, personally. You think that the answer is hunting and outcry? Yeah. Bo, you think the answer, the you think the yeah. incorrect answer is DNA? Yeah, so hunting the, and outcry. Yeah. Okay. The lie was the genetic abnormality. That does not exist. Hank was exonerated by DNA for many of the crimes of which he was accused. It is a classic case of bear racism. Of the 150-some-odd incidents attributed to only Hank have actually been confirmed in February of 2023 through DNA evidence that Hank the Tank is actually three different bears. Holy shit. Uh, Again, this is a prank. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The most recent bear that was caught, who was presumed to be Hank, was actually a female that was incorrectly um, assumed to be a male because of her large size. She had three cubs in tow. And DNA confirmed that she committed 21 of the 30 accused breaking and entering crimes. Wow. So she's a bitch. <laughs> she's, wow, trying no, she's, frame, she's, she's trying to frame. She's trying to frame. She's trying to frame Hank for she these crimes. She was framed. She so was far, framed. She I is hear, Hank. 
all I hear the females are causing all the problems so far. I'm just saying. I don't want to say it, but someone. <laughs> oh my had God, to. Bo! It's she's me. a single mother who's saying trying it. to tear. She's a single mother caring for her children. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just. She, saying. She's just Is a mother trying mother? to care like, for her. Have confirmation on that. Yeah, she's a single mother who's uh, just trying to care sure for her children. I'm okay, pretty sure see. all bears are single mothers. All bears mothers. are single mothers. But bear mm. fathers do not stick around. They actually kill cubs just a lot like, of the just time. Like, just like my father. Don't ask me about my <laughs> brothers. Because <laughs> I'm about to do it to my own kids. They're next. Oh, yeah, Bo, no. Bo keeps chasing them around. Like, you, it's, you genetic, it's genetics. I have to. So due to public outcry and the DNA information, Hank, or 64F as she is known, some people have now been calling her Henrietta, will be relocated to a sanctuary in Colorado, and her three cubs will be sent to a re- rehabilitation center in, I think, Palo Alto. Wait, she needs a better name. Yeah, let's come up with a better name for her right Hank now. Hank the Tank. Uh, what rhymes with van? Although I'm I'm fine with her being Hank the Tank. Like, What's another big th- truck? What, <laughs> what about, rhymes with truck? What about, that's... What about Monstrous Margot? Oh. Uh, alliteration instead that. of rhyming. Yeah, I don't hate that. I'm okay with that. Margo the Carry monster. On. Dot the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that wins. That wins. That's better. That's so much better. Yep. Dotty yachty. Oh, calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> calm down. That is the story of Hank the Tank. Was recently wrapped up just earlier this month. Um, a surprise ending where it was actually three bears in a trench coat. <laughs> I like it. Now I would actually really like to see uh, bears in trench coats. Who wouldn't yeah. want to see that? I would like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bill, can you draw me a picture of a bear in a trench coat? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, can you get it to me by the end of the weekend? End of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So you can post right. it on the Instagram. All right. The next criminal we're going to talk about. Have you ever heard of Canuck the Crow? Canuck the Crow. I'm guessing they're Canadian. Indeed. Okay. Two dumps and a chump time. What are Canuck's crimes? Petty theft evidence tampering, or possession of a controlled substance. Two are correct. I think this is a trick, and actually all of them are correct. A and C. B and C. The answer is A and B. Petty theft oh God, and evidence so tampering. Today. We're all doing really <laughs> terrible. Well, it's not about whether or not you get it right. It's about whether or not you have a good time. I want to so be true. right, though. <laughs> so, Canuck was born in 2015 in Vancouver. After being, pushed, eh? yeah, hey. After being pushed from the nest, he was rescued and raised by a young boy until he was old enough to fly. The red boy that attached young a... boy, Marilyn Manson. Oh, my God. <laughs> the young boy attached a red zip tie to Canuck's foot before setting him Wait, free. Charles Manson. Sorry. I'm thinking of a, one evil person. Keep going. Sorry. And that red zip tie is going to be important. So Canuck first gained notoriety in 2015 when he was caught on video following a cyclist and investigating his backpack. The bright red zip tie on his left foot signaled that it was Canuck. Uh, that video went relatively viral, um, and he was already like kind of a local celebrity. People like already kind of knew about him. What really set it off was in January of 2016, Canuck was seen attempting to steal food, car keys, and even some Tim Hortons coffee at a soccer tournament at Empire Field in Vancouver. That's uh, the most actually Canadian thing I've ever heard. Was reported drinking somebody's tim horton's coffee oh a crow hey. getting wired man yeah can you imagine a crow on a bunch of caffeine <laughs> when you need some timmies you, get, you gotta have it i'm fine so fuck you fast bro <laughs> and this is when his life of crime really kicked off in may of 2016 canuck trespassed onto an active police investigation the police were investigating a report of a burning car when a man charged them with a knife This man was shot and subsequently taken to the hospital, and Canuck saw his opportunity. He picked up the knife and tried to fly away with it. (laughs) This is, I'm pretty sure that these are enemies in Elden Ring. (laughs) Just like a crow. (laughs) Just a crow with a knife. I can see that in the next FromSoft game. So you said he attempted to. Luckily for police, Canuck dropped the knife before fully flying away for good. Maybe he was just trying to help. How do you even get a knife from a crow? Like, how would you get a knife from a bird? I feel like they fly away with it, and then you'd have to worry about whether or not it's going to drop the knife. It drops on it on you. your head, right? You find another bird, and you <laughs> equip them, and then you make that one bring the other one back, <laughs> or else. And then in another incident with police, Canuck entered a police van and shit all over it. 
<laughs> a cab. <laughs> I don't think that's a crime in Canada. I think that's just like a whoopsie daisy. Oh, whoops there, bud. You kind of getting it everywhere there, eh? Oh, there, eh, bud? It's <laughs> having a day there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Despite his wayward attitude towards the law, the people of Vancouver love Canuck, and he was named by CBC viewers as Metro Vancouver's unofficial ambassador in 2018, beating out Michael J. Fox with 81% of the final vote. Take that. Back to the Future guy. Yeah, Michael J. Fox, you're not the only yeah, famous Canadian. This crow was also here. Nah, a Canadian crow in Vancouver. That's the new one. Yep. Michael this J. One Fox does... wasn't in that movie. I don't know what movies. I've never seen <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just riffing here, man. Oh, that's was a good werewolf? movie. You should... Teen Wolf. You should... It was Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. That was, that's a, he was a werewolf. Teen, should... Teen Wolf in London? <laughs> you should prioritize seeing uh, an American Werewolf in London. That's a very good movie. Uh, I've already heard a story about a surfing otter, a uh, 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 exonerated bear, and now a crime crow. I don't need to hear, watch any other movies about anything ever again. <laughs> Unfortunately, Canuck's story does end on a little bit of a downer in which his life of crime was cut short and he disappeared in 2019. Although maybe maybe he just went on the lamp, you know, maybe he's going going underground. Those close to Canuck worry that he's been kidnapped, as all reports of dead crows matching Canuck's description have remained unverified. So all that we can do now is hope that Canuck is out there somewhere, safe and sound, just shitting all over police fans. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's cooking something up. He's crossed he, the Bering Strait. Yeah. He's in Siberia now. Whoa. He's, he's, he's cooking some shit up. Is he up. being a, a spy? Yeah. Uh, before you know spy. it, he's gonna be he's gonna be shitting in Putin's coffee. <laughs> Get him, Canuck. We're all on your side, he's buddy. Be Putin in Putin's coffee. <laughs> he's, gonna be, he's gonna do a little Putin in Putin's coffee. <laughs> and uh, that's all about Canuck. Next, oh, Canada, my home. I forgot the rest of it. And, and native, native land. land, and native crow, true criminal crows, in at least the part of Vancouver. He does a lot of crime. Um, all right, let's talk about Otto. Open-ended, dumpity-chumpity here. What type of animal is Otto? Otto is something that starts with an O. Octopus. Ostrich. He's got to be an octopus. The Sea Star Aquarium in Coburg, Germany, opened its no doors shit. one day to find all the power cut out at the facility. The workers thought it was strange, but couldn't find anything amiss until the next day when they Say came octopus. into work again to find the same thing. The After the third day of arriving at work <laughs> with no power, the aquarium Eight. staged overnight security to try and determine Octo. what the was causing this mystery. Octopus. In the middle of the night, they caught the culprit. It was Otto the octopus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otto Octavius. He was seen spitting a water jet at the light above his tank and causing <laughs> it to <laughs> short circuit the entire building. Dude, this guy's fucking, this dude knows how to party. That's fun. You know. This dude fucking goes hard. The aquarium staff had taught Otto to squirt water at guests for enrichment, but they never expected that he would take this knowledge and use it to commit vandalism. So <laughs> they taught him to spit at people, quote, quote, for enrichment, but he thought that they were training him like a Pokemon with a new attack. And then he <laughs> used it the way that they water trained blast. him. Yeah. Squirtle. In all seriousness, the museum never accused Otto of a crime. They only blamed themselves as they realized that Otto was bored, and this was just the most recent link in a chain of rabble-rousing behavior from this goopy little guy. <laughs> so, another two dumps in a chump time. What other shenanigans has Otto gotten up to during his time at the aquarium? Tax evasion. So, two of these are correct, <laughs> and one is incorrect. He was seen throwing glass stones against his, or throwing stones against his glass tank, damaging it in the process. He was seen stealing rare fish from an adjacent tank and eating them. Or he was seen juggling the hermit crabs who share his tank. I feel like I you're baiting us with this again. I really want, him to, this I want him to be, I want to see auto juggle. Like, yeah, so, you're, uh, you, you, I know these things can't juggle, right? Or can they? See, you're baiting us. I hate this. Uh, juggling. Just go for it. Two of them are correct. And one oh, is incorrect. Um, juggling Juggling is definitely incorrect, but I'm picking juggling as both of the answers. A and C, A and C. So B C is and C. Zach? Oh, I think he was juggling the hermit crabs. Yeah, see? The answer is A and C. He was seen throwing stones against his glass tank, damaging it in the process. Oh, yeah. And he was seen try. juggling huh. the hermit crabs who share his yeah. tank. He was grabbing them okay, and was, throwing was, them and grabbing them. Was he Go juggling bow. them like, like, or was he just tossing them? 
Like he was just tossing them around, just throwing them and being a jerk to them. He was tossing and like catching them and grabbing them and like throwing them around, being a dick. Hey, that's right. Otto is a bit of a dick. Um, the stealing rare fish from an adjacent tank actually was a crime committed by an octopus. It was just a different octopus at a different aquarium, like 10 years or like in the eighties. Um, they were doing a, a research project on these really rare fish and they kept going missing. And they were like, what the fuck is happening to these fish? And so they like put a camera or like stayed there overnight and the octopus squeezed itself out of its tank, went over into the other tank, ate the fish and then went back to his tank. Leaving top none the wiser. He got it off. That's classic octopus shenanigans. He figured out how to get it. They're smart, you know? I feel like that's a bad on humans for not making a top that closes properly. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a that's a goof on humans. That's the thing about octopuses is that like you can think that you have your top on properly and then they're just going to figure out a new way that you couldn't even figure it. Like they'll 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 get out through a way that you didn't even anticipate. Cuz yeah. the thing about octopuses is that they don't got any bones. They don't got no bones. They're goopy. The only they're goopy. The only part of them that's hard is the beak, and it's not really that big. So anything that their beak can fit through, they can fit through. So like an entire like giant octopus can fit through a hole that's like the size of a quarter. Hey, Bo. Yeah. What what is what does an octopus sound like when it's squeezing through the hole the size of a quarter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that brought Zach a lot of happiness. Good job. <laughs> now, what if he was French? Sounds like a pig. Hoink, hoink, hoink. I am the French pig. Hoink, hoink. The French octopus. Oui. <laughs> so, yes, Otto's a bit of a dick, but what can you do? You know, it's not his fault. He's an octopus confined to a cell, after all. The aquarium solved the issue by moving the light out of Otto's jet-powered reach. Although they didn't seem to like take the light away or turn it off, which is I what think that was I... his end goal is like, he, he didn't want that fucker thing on. Especially because octo- octopodes are known for like liking the dark. Like they like to hide. They're reclusive. So mm-hmm. like, it seems like a dick move to just move the light higher up. Yeah. He'll find a way. Well, I, mean, I really hope so. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, and they upped his enrichment to keep him occupied. Apparently, he gets restless when the aquarium is closed during the winter because there's no people coming in. So he gets, you know, that's too boring for our sweet cephalopodic friend. <laughs> Another thing that they found that occupies Otto's time for a while is a chessboard. They give him the chessboard and the pieces and he would, you know, hang out and play with them or whatever. It kept his attention for a little while until he decides he's bored with it and then quite literally flings it out of his tank onto the floor. <laughs> again is there a top on this fucking thing you know that one i don't know about but these guys need to figure this shit out there probably isn't a top on it because there's someone standing right there giving you know they, they open the tank they give him the chessboard and then they're standing there watching him so i they probably don't put it back on just he's then like, fuck you give me an xbox like fucking yeah. throws it and he's like night to see six motherfucker where 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 was this again germany it was in germany okay it was in germany and I, a lot of the articles about it were in 2018. So I was like, did this happen in 2018? But then I found another article from 2008. And then I found a reference to it that was posted in 2006. So I think it happened in 2006. So that's a while ago. Yeah, it was a while yeah. ago. I mean, uh, that's, it's, uh, that's, my, that's my expert opinion on that. That was a while ago. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make it any less funny. Mm-hmm. Now, in all of these cases, these animals were breaking the law of their own volition. They were absolutely 100% not not sarcastically at all, willingly and defiantly breaking laws on purpose. They're they're bad seeds, you know. I beg to differ. I think they're perfect seeds. I think they're perfect, and I and they They uh, deserve deserve everything. Everything the world. That's exactly what I was going to say. They deserve every surfboard, every (laughs) hermit crab, every chessboard. Turn all of the lights off. Yeah, Give every Hank bit garbage of and ice cream. His his Hank Cherry Tankberry ice cream, all of it. But there are many cases of animals who got involved with crimes because they were forced to by human involvement. And this is actually a recorded phenomena going back to the 12th century, possibly even before. But I wanted to talk about the a little bit about the seedy underworld of crime and debauchery committed by a group of thieves, beggars, and ne'er do wells called the Banu Sasan. 
So this was a loosely organized fraternity of criminals that operated uh, in the 12th century in mostly the Middle East, but they were known as far from Spain to China. And they were known to employ animals in the use of their crimes, most notably Mm. tortoises. (laughs) Well, they're not very fast, but they are durable. Today, the term Banu Sasan, I'm probably butchering that pronunciation. I apologize to everyone uh, for how incorrectly I probably said it, but it, now it means beggar in Persian. Uh, but somebody, someone who was a part of the Banu Sasan was just anyone who practiced deceit and trickery, anybody who was like an outcast of society. It wasn't like a, like a, like they weren't going to clubs, you know, but it was like, the criminal underworld was like the Banu Sasan. For most of the people, this life was a conscious choice, but sometimes, you know, it's just people who are like down on their luck or whatever. Anyway, what's important is that they use tortoises and sometimes apes uh, in their crimes. And everybody in this group tended to just live their lives with a collective rejection of norms and values of the modern society of the time. <laughs> So another open-ended dumpity-chumpity for y'all. How did the Banu Sasan use tortoises to help them steal? Distraction. You send, a, you send a tortoise into a building, and then everyone's like, oh my god, look how cute that tortoise is. And then while they're fawning <laughs> over it, you steal all their stuff. Okay. Andrew, how do you think that they would use tortoises to help them steal? Tortoises have a built-in storage compartment, a.k.a. their body. <laughs> so that. I they was would thinking sh- shove stuff up under the shell. Yeah, smuggle shell, smell shuggle, smuggle shuggle shuggle. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking using using the, using the tortoises as a Trojan horse, and they're all in, in, in the to- classic people, Trojan the tor- tortoise man. Have a all the time. How big of a tortoise do you think it is? <laughs> you, well, well, there's there's they're sending. Um, what's the proper term? What's the proper term? What's the um, gnome sized people? There we go. <laughs> the Jesus Christ, Bo! I'm just trying to find the right words. <laughs> you can You're just all... say little people. I don't know if they like that or not. Here we go, halflings. Did you see my bear? I don't think you drew this. I did not draw it, but it's the best I could do. <laughs> That's what I've been doing this whole time. <laughs> Bo-, Bo posted a picture that he clearly did not draw of a bear in a trench coat. <laughs> I took two different images in paint and pasted them together <laughs> and stretched it weirdly. I did, right? I, well, no, the, the, I drew the neckline. So if you look at the neck, how it's all like weird. That's me. That's me. We're going to have to post this picture on Instagram. Uh-huh. I'll post it uh, tomorrow and be like, this is a teaser oh. for tomorrow. <laughs> Let me put my watermark on it. <laughs> and so you are all the closest one is Zach. So I'm going to give the points to Zach. It's not technically correct, but it's the closest. So they would hey, drill a hole into the exterior of a home. They would affix a candle to the tortoise's shell, light it, what? and then set, set the tortoise free in the house. As the tortoise made its way through the halls, the, they would illuminate the home inside, and the thieves would use it to case the joint, to see the interior layout, to see the stuff that was in there, to look out for people. The tortoise also worked as a sort of alarm. If they ever heard screams from inside of the house, from the occupants seeing a tortoise in their house that doesn't, was not supposed to be there, they would know that they should leg it out of there. <laughs> okay oh, i mean that seems like i see no flaws in that plan that's perfect Mm-mm. so if you came across a group of people who were carrying a crowbar and some bags and you know a drill they, they, you could be like oh these are just laborers coming home from their laboring day of work but if they had a tortoise on them ah those are criminals they're using that turtle for crimes <laughs> Well, at least they crime tortoise, man. At least they'd they'd not know that it was you, right? So, like, if you're casing the joint yourself and you get caught, then it's like, oh, now I'm in trouble. But if (laughs) it's just a tortoise, (laughs) yeah, it's like I don't know where that tortoise came from. I don't know that guy. He just came in here on his own. Tommy and Turtles over here, fucking hanging out. I've never seen this tortoise before in my (laughs) life. Go ahead, ask him. Ask him. (laughs) He definitely put that little face mask on by himself, and it wasn't mine. Uh, this band of criminals may have been the origin story of Abu the monkey from Aladdin, the monkey who steals. Uh, they were known to train apes and train them to do a specific like prayer ritual 
there's like a hand motion that you do uh, in this particular prayer ritual so that people would give them money because uh, they would think that it was a holy, a holy chimp. There is classic. A- that's a classic way to get money off people. Be like, yeah. oh, that's, G- that's Jesus monkey. And they're like, this is, this is like, you know, God told like, them hey, that he's, yeah, you, know, you should give him money. So you probably should do that. I'm, I'm monkey. What's up? There, there isn't like an actual one-to-one story, um, you know, like a boo, but. I don't think it's out of the realm of imagination for someone to see this band of criminals using apes and tortoises and stuff in crimes and writing a fun little story about it. Yeah. So, okay, let's go back and talk about Abu the monkey, though, right? So in that movie, they were portrayed as, as like, nice guys, though, right? Yeah, they're the good guys. But they're criminals. They're yeah. just they're trying they're to just... feed themselves, you know? They're yeah. trying to feed themselves by doing crime. So, yeah. No one will give them a chance. What are they supposed to do? They were driven to a life of crime. So if it's just a guy doing it, then he's a criminal. But if it's an otter doing it, they are praised by everyone. They're also a criminal. So so if you're going to be a criminal, get a cute animal to do crime with you, and all is forgiven. Unless you force them and hurt them in the process, and then everyone will hate you even more. Well, yeah, obviously, I'm not saying hurt these animals, but make one your sidekick that will help you with crime because uh, it worked for it worked for Aladdin. He got, you know, he he, he found his way and married a princess or whatever. I, I assume Abu married a monkey princess or something. I never got follow up on that. But, the, you know, if if what if the, the otter Frida was working with a surfer on the side just mm-hmm. to steal surfboards for his surf shop that he had down the road? And they're like, what's all these bites? And he's like, oh, it's my signature. I mean, you never know. Also, if you have a fun little monkey who's stealing stuff that you're stealing stuff with, you know, and then you get caught, you can just be like, monkey, Jesus, yeah, this monkey. monkey's doing monkey stuff. Come on, you fault. know you're not supposed to steal. And they're and like, then, oh, tortoise. Until the monkey eats some dates and it turns out that they're poisoned. But then you don't eat the dates. So you know that somebody was trying to poison you. Oh, my God. And uh, why are you sacrificing this monkey? And John Reese Davies is there. It was an accident with a oh very thick accent. God. Oh, because my God. because of uh, Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. and also the monkey is voiced by the same. The monkey has the same voice as Megatron. Like that's what Abu that's what it would be like if Aladdin. that movie were your actual real life. Yeah. And so the pra- the practice the of he's talking uh, about the, Indiana Jones. I ha- I okay. I'm not gonna lie. I zoned out. What What's the fuck? <laughs> I'm just trying to make references to things. I'm shoehorning stuff in. Don't worry about it. But the the Abu's voice in Aladdin was done by Frank Welder, Frank Welker, who also did. Uh, who Megatron. also had a hey. tortoise for uh, for his crime partner. Hey, hey, tech- are you are, are you are you hosting this one? Are you dropping dumb knowledge on us? Ash, continue, please. Oh, I'm dropping dumb. And he's technically the Steam highest grossing dunks. actor of all time because he's been in a, uh, he's been uh, in so many movies. He's, so, he's doing this... a little side dump, like 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 when someone poops next to a toilet. Oh God! It's a Blumpkin. No, Blumpkin's Blumpkin is definitely different than that. <laughs> Absolutely not. So this practice of employing animals to take part in crimes extends into the modern age. I read a report that said, um, just a few years ago, that seventeen hundred parrots were seized in 2010 after they were found to be lookouts for a cartel in Colombia. Oh, they had that. been trained See? to That's sound great. off whenever they saw the police shouting in Spanish, of course, run, run, you're going to get caught. But what's that in Spanish? I'm not answering that. You racist. They taught them a full sentence. Like they could have just, they could have just taught them the fucking Wu-Tang thing. Fucking hootie who like just make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> like you had, you really had to get parrots and te- teach them an entire fucking sentence. Just teach them a noise, bro. That's so true, because then if they're just making noises, you know, you can deny that you are using them as lookouts. But yeah, when the like, parrot literally says, like, what? Run, like, that's just the noise the bird makes. <laughs> they're the like, oh, the, the, the police are coming crimes. down South Street. You better leave. They'll be there in three minutes. Like, what the fuck? Warning, warning. Police are coming. <laughs> if you're Stop doing crimes, do, do them the no illegal longer. drugs that you've, you've trained us to... to <laughs> Halt, to- <laughs> halt all crimes the cops are coming yeah, but flush the drugs motherfucker like I wonder what that, that parrot's talking about well I guess we'll just go about our way I'm a criminal parrot yeah, also, like, don't you teach ever- them fucking words idiot I mean I guess it's a criminal so they're not smart but smart enough to teach a parrot I don't know that's weird 
That's like a, that's like a that's a paradox. <laughs> I wonder if they just had like one guy who was like really into parrots, and he's like, "No, he's listen, like, bruh, listen, bruh, this is gonna be so good. They're never bro. even gonna know." We're oh my god, they absolutely parrots, just bro. had one guy. If this is all one guy for sure, and they're like, like, "Well, then, what, like you make okay. it like call when they're coming down the street," and he's like, "No, no. they're gonna fucking talk, dude." No, I love this. He's, he's, he's a failed um. Parrot breeder, right? No one's buying parrots. So he's like, I got a great idea. <laughs> I got to offload these parrots, dude. Parrot. His wife, every day his wife. Like, Look, is man, like, I've been trying to offload these parrots for so long. I've finally got a chance to. His wife's on his back. How could you keep these parrots? We need to get rid of these parrots. He goes, just They're wait, shitting honey, everywhere. Just Babe, I got wait. it. I got the it. Parrots, it's, it's, it's all about the parrots. Just got wait. one last shot. The deal's going to go through, babe. I promise. You just understand. <laughs> A big thing's like, coming. Well, don't be here. selling to those cartel guys. But, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, last reason why he's working with the cartel. No, he's working with the cartel because his parrot business didn't fall out. Yeah, it's less. So. And he didn't tell his wife. He's not going to tell his wife he's yeah. working with the cartel. He's, he's telling them that he's selling to a local <laughs> yeah. parrot shop that just opened up, but she's never been there because it's on the other side of town and they don't have a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I can see it now. Okay, we need to take care of the criminals. Who has the parrots? No, wait, wrong <laughs> fucking line. I jump way. My good story. Sorry. Everything. Oh, I'm going to it right now. <laughs> Let it go. Anyway, famous <laughs> actor. Zach he, he's been in so many different things. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, I there's a I saw a couple of TikToks of these people's parrot who spoke Spanish. It's really funny to to watch a, pa- a parrot speak Spanish. Like imagine this coming out of the mouth of the parrot. I, I Google translated what the parrot would say. Corre, corre, vas a quedar atrapado. Corre, corre, vas a quedar atrapado. <laughs> but it's a parrot. <laughs> corre, corre. <laughs> I want to hear it. Yeah, I would really like does to hear it. Roll the roll does it roll the R's? If it does roll the R's, fucking bravo. Yeah, yeah. The parrot corre. that I saw that spoke Spanish, like, it sounded like a person speaking Spanish because it learned it from a person who spoke Spanish. Phenomenal. Now I want to write this, the rest of this movie about this parrot guy. Uh, this this tactic of, of training a bird to be your lookout was also employed by a couple in Brazil who like to deal drugs. Uh, the parrot would say, Mom, the police, when it saw a policeman. <laughs> Mama, la policia. How many false alarms do you get from that? Like, how good is the parrot really at? I yeah, I also police. like you like, do you just like take pick like you print out a picture of a cop and like hold it up to like, how do you know? That's yeah. I guess. <laughs> like, how do you train That's a parrot to react do. to the police? Like, I really want to know. Yeah, I've never trained a parrot. Uh, if I had to, though, pictures. Because that's how I yeah. learn. Um, Zach, do you remember that video that I sent you of the parrot? That was like, suck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, there's a, a really funny video of a parrot that was just going, suck. <laughs> like over and over again so i think you can infer what the things that that parrot saw oh gross loads <laughs> in 2016 there was the case where a parrot possibly witnessed a murder and told the police really a narc parrot so the the, the oh, uh, it's a, a vigilante parrot a vigilante parrot yeah so it was um this guy died and it was uh like the house was ransacked and he was shot in the head and his wife was also shot uh it was like a whole thing and then they like i think they ruled it a suicide but then they heard the parrot say in this man's voice no please don't shoot and the people who had it were like um wow that's suspicious that's don't parents weird. have to hear things like more than once though well i'm sure a lot of criminals I'm guess, this is a question i don't know people and always no. say no don't shoot don't shoot i would i i have uh, I was reading a lot into um, parrot mimicry when I was uh, researching my dissertation, and everyone is like, "Yeah, my parrot will like hear something once, and then he'll start saying it like forever." Like my parrot's weird vocal stim is saying, "Wow," the way that I said it once when I was walking into the room ten years ago. So, if it was a particularly traumatic time, you know, maybe it's more likely to like imprint on that one thing. Uh, so the yeah. the attorney at one point said that he had not ruled out putting the parrot on the stand, but I do not believe ultimately that it came to that and they were able to convict the wife of murder uh, of her husband uh, on regular evidence alone, and they did not have to bring in a bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that, they had it in the back it, pocket, though. They had it like, they, yeah, they they locked there. and loaded. They're is like, a we, bird we, admissible We got a star witness over here, and he's like, ah! I think that that's like the question, like, 
I don't think you can use that as evidence. It, 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 there's a lot of holes in that. Although, can you imagine <laughs> murdering your husband, thinking you got away with it? It's months later, you know, like you're like, I'm in the clear. I did it. And then this bird is like, no, no, don't shoot. And you're like, shut up. Shut the fuck up, Gary. Like, I don't fucking <laughs> Uh, There was also a short period of time in medieval history in Europe, uh, in like around um, the 12th century, where they were really into putting animals on trial. They like it was like a huge uptick of like actually putting animals up to for trial and then sentencing them usually to death. Unfortunately, Um, though, I saw a thing that said bored. What else is there to do? I saw a thing that said that um, animals were tried in ecclesiastic court instead of secular court because they were under the dominion of God and only God controlled them so they could only be judged by God. So they were criminal in the eyes of God. In the eyes of God and because of God. God and made the them criminals. Or something. Yeah. Although sometimes it was these animals are doing these crimes because U.S. people are sinning and this is God punishing you for your sins. But they did not sure. seem to have the same feelings or understandings that we do about the difference in the minds between animal and man as it were uh there was one (laughs) case that i read about where a judge convicted an two entire herds of pigs of murder because they murdered and ate a dude uh that was in their pen and the squeals of the onlookers just showed that they approved of the murderous action of those who actually did the murder and so thus all of the pigs must die it was that like a makes sense to me. And the monk was like, hey, um, we economically, we cannot afford to lose all of these pigs. It would put us into ruin. So could you please just maybe pardon the ones that didn't just do like, the murder? Fucking stop. <laughs> and the judge was like, OK, fine. Just the ones that did the murder. But they will. But I think they got burned at the stake. Oh, my God. And that meant that's a barbecue, I guess. What a tasty, tasty murder trial it was. The townspeople are like, ooh, what smells so good outside? <laughs> I hope they kill another dude next month. <laughs> ooh, yummy. <laughs> I'm kind of, I feel like I'm, all of the stories this episode are flashing me back to reading. I was reading the journal of some Spanish conquistadors um, go who were like the first, the first Europeans to like travel through the jungles of like Central and South America. And they were writing about the howler monkeys, and one of them uh, specifically mentioned that people kept throwing rocks at the howler monkeys, and at one point, the monkey caught a rock and then threw it back at them and knocked one of their teeth out. Get wrecked. <laughs> that's not and a crime. That's self-defense. Yeah. Yeah, that's just self-defense. That's, just, that's a monkey in a round. Oh, yeah. there it is. <laughs> I, we got him. I also saw another story of a town who did a lawsuit against um, a bunch of rats in the town because they were like eating all the grain and getting into like the libraries and stuff and eating all the paper. And the lawyer did some legal trickery. And he said that because there was no possible conceivable way to summon all of them for court and like have them stand trial, that the lawsuit had to be dismissed because it was like they had the right to all stand trial together but because it was impossible to get all of them together in a room then they couldn't do the trial and they were like you know he has a point i guess we can't do this (laughs) and then the 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 last page of the like um court entry about this rat trial is missing because it got eaten by rats (laughs) 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 so the rats got the last laugh on that one they rat ratting around yeah buzz is better yeah rat's (laughs) nest is that what you said no, I said, oh, rats. He just said, all oh, rats. Oh, rats. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. And it's yeah. a classic. So that's, uh, that's basically all I have. Just some stories of animals who do crime and people who make animals do crime and accusing animals of crime. Just a fun little, a fun little episode about animals and crime, you know? I loved it. It was really good. I that thought was a great was, episode. I was riveted uh, Zach, the what was time. your favorite thing that you learned today about these animal criminals? Honestly, just the picture of an otter... You just like my question about the otter is the otter pushing people off the surfboards or is it yanking the surfboard out from underneath? It's it's them? it's jumping up on the surfboards and yanking it. People usually will like move away, you know. So uh-huh. it's more it's more of like a yank, or it'll grab the you know the little connection between the like you put it on your foot so that it doesn't it yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah. It'll grab that and like pull. I love it. So they That's go so flying funny. forward on their faces. That's so fucking I, I funny. Don't, I don't think so, but. 
Uh, Andrew, do you have a favorite thing that you learned today? Every one of them was great. <laughs> I have no qualms with any of them. I think they should all be free, living happy lives, and committing every crime they could find. <laughs> you know, Andrew, usually it's funny. Usually when I do the podcast, instead of the favorite thing that you say, like instead of saying the favorite thing that you learned, you usually say the thing that made you the angriest. Yeah. I mean, if they ever like put one, like, yeah, if they ever caught, I get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hank was caught, but she's going to live in Colorado. Hank, Hank was exonerated. It's fine. Yeah. Hank was exonerated. Bo, do you have a favorite thing that you learned? I just love how there's a bunch of Mexican parrots snitching. Uh, They're boards. Colombian. <laughs> Whatever, same, all the same to me. <laughs> I can say that. He can say that, he's Mexican. But just because you're Mexican doesn't mean that everybody is Mexican. We're all Hispanic in one way. Hey, um, look at that, that's nice. Be an angel too. Corre, corre. Oh yeah, this, the, uh, the, the Colombian snitches, that's my favorite. <laughs> I, I, I really like the, the birds <laughs> being snitches, it's pretty funny. Although, I will say, um, the bird that ratted on its parents the mom it's the police mama la policia um once it was taken and given to someone else never snitched again kept his mouth shut <laughs> i wonder if he got stitches oh no he broke his beak can't speak oh. can't speak can't speak don't with no beak. speak you don't have a beak you are just a parrot <laughs> all right but take us out all right thanks again what did you about the police sorry <laughs> keep going keep going actually no no that was it i just want to get no that no out. no. i, I want to keep going with you to finish uh, that was it i'm done okay cool thanks ash i appreciate you uh hosting this episode about these fucking animals who are criminals in my eyes and they all need to be trialed and that's it <laughs> jesus yeah. fuck, them. fuck them all <laughs> even the snitches is fucking snitching birds you can fucking throw the, throw the book at them oh get them gone get them get them judge bo uh, thank you for listening. I hope that you you um, enjoyed this episode and uh, follow us on Instagram. Get dumped on pod on Insta. Send us an What's email. Wasn't was I taking us out? Oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Finish. Send us an email <laughs> at get dumped on podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Leave a comment on this episode on Spotify and tell Bo that he's handsome or else. Yeah. All right, Bo, take us out for real. Nope, Say the done. first goodbye. I'm, I am far away from my computer now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you for listening. Bye. So okay, bye. Baby. Hello, bye. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped on an Info Dump Podcast. In the heart of a bustling city. There lived a man named Samuel. Samuel had always been passionate about parrots, their vibrant plumage, their playful antics, and their ability to mimic human speech fascinated him. He dreamed of running a successful parrot shop where people from all around would come and find their feathered companions. However, reality had a different plan for Samuel. For years, Samuel had struggled to meet ends, make ends meet. His parrot shop, Sammy's Parrot Haven, was tucked away in a quiet corner of the city market. Despite his best efforts, foot traffic was scarce, and sales were even scarcer. Samuel was deeply devoted to his parents, parents, parrots, and worked tirelessly, tirelessly to care for them, often sacrificing his own comfort to ensure their well-being. One fateful morning, as Samuel was cleaning the cages and feeding the parrots, a group of well-dressed men entered the shop. They, ex they exuded an air of confidence that caught Samuel off guard. As they examined the parrots, Samuel struck up a conversation, and to his surprise, he learned that they were part of a notorious cartel. The cartel members were looking for a unique way to send messages, and believed that the trained parrots could serve their purpose. Despite the sinister nature of their intentions, Samuel saw an opportunity he could not ignore. He had mounting debts, his shop was on the brink of closure, his parrot's future was uncertain. The cartel was willing to pay an exorbitant, exuberant amount for the parrots a sum that could alleviate Samuel's financial woes and secure the parrot's future. That evening, when Samuel returned home, he found his wife, Emily, sitting at the kitchen table, her eyes filled with concern as she asked him about his day. Samuel hesitated, torn between the truth and the looming prospect of saving his parrot shop. Emily, I've got some good news, he began. His voice tinged with excitement. I finally found a buyer for the parrots. 
a wealthy collector wants to give them a new home on his private island. Emily's face lit up, but then she (laughs) frowned. Are you sure about this, Samuel? Selling the Paris to someone you don't know? What if they're mistreated? Samuel forced a smile. Don't worry, Emily. I've done my research. This buyer is known for taking excellent care of his birds. Reluctantly. Roll a deception check. She, <laughs> she, she accepted his ex- explanation. Though her concern still lingered. Days turned into weeks, and Samuel finalized the deal with the cartel. The money he received was more than he could have ever imagined, and his parrot shop was suddenly free from the clutches of bankruptcy. As the cartel members left with the parrots in tow, Samuel couldn't shake the guilt that nodded his conscience. He had lied to his wife, betrayed the trust of his parrots, and aligned himself with dangerous individuals. Every night he wrestled with his decision, and his once vibrant dreams became tainted by regret. Months passed, and the cartel's parrots became infamous for their role in delivering covert messages. Meanwhile, Samuel's parent <laughs> Samuel's parrot <laughs> shop flourished. He and Emily lived a life of relative comfort. Yet, the weight of his secret grew heavier with each passing day. One evening, while Samuel and Emily sat on their porch, watching the sunset, Emily turned to him and said, Samuel, I've been thinking. What if we use some of the money to start a parrot sanctuary? A place where rescued parrots could live in safety and happiness. Samuel felt a lump in his throat. He had been too consumed by his guilt to consider such a noble endeavor. Tears welled up in his eyes, and he confessed everything to Emily. The cartel, the lies, and the guilt that consumed him. Emily listens in silence, her expression a mix of shock and sadness. When Samuel finished, she held his hand and said, We can't change the past, Samuel, but we can decide our future. Let's use the money to start that sanctuary and make amends for what we've done. And so Samuel and Emily embarked on a new journey, one fueled by redemption and shared by a love of parrots. They transformed their lives by dedicating themselves to rescuing and rehabilitating parrots from various backgrounds. As the years passed, their sanctuary flourished, becoming both a haven for parrots and people seeking solace and a second chance. In the end, Samuel learned that it's never too late to make things right and that the true value of his passion lay not in monetary gain, but the love and care he could provide the creatures he cherished most. I like the, the first half like the first half of that because it sounded like everything I just fucking said earlier. <laughs> was that chat GPT? Yeah, it was. I was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> Well, thank you for that thrilling t- I thought it was gonna come back around and that all of the parrots that got busted in the police raid went back to his sanctuary and he ended yeah, up caring for them for- anyway. I was hoping his wife like killed him and then they told on her in court or something, but I didn't get chat GPT enough. <laughs> All right, I'm ending now. Just specified that had a twist at the end. Yeah, exactly. Like this right. podcast did. Okay, bye. <laughs>